G'day legends and welcome back to the newest episode of Wed Talk, the podcast for the laid back lovers. On today's episode, we talk to Rod from Zonzo Estate, a premium award-winning wine and restaurant destination in the heart of the Yarra Valley and is a must-consider venue if you're looking to get married. And uh, what a good potty it was, Geordie. Uh, a lot of insightful information from our main man over at Zonzo. Um, yeah. Definitely one to listen in for. Absolutely. We, um, we had Rod... We've got Rod on today. Um, he's the director and owner of Zonzo Yarra Valley. He's been there for about 16, 17 years now, which is quite a long time. And he's still a very young man, which is which makes it even more interesting. So picking up the business at a very young age. And um, yeah, it's just really a really good insight into how they got started in, um, you know, as a restaurant to start and then weddings, going into weddings and um, now they're doing upwards of nearly 200 weddings a year now. So it's quite incredible um, the process they've got going on there. Mm. And I was just um, like after um, chatting with him, it was pretty easy to tell like early on at the start that the whole basis of the venue is very much family orientated. I think that's something we're starting to see as well with um, as we talk to more and more of these venues, like they've got that the heart of the business is a family orientated business. And I think that's something really good to have when it comes to um, wedding venues because obviously it's quite a personal day and, and there's obviously all, the couple's family and friends and stuff there and to have people working at a venue that want to be there and want to help and want to create an awesome experience um, for their couples is something that's um, is really, really good to hear. And you guess you don't really get to hear too much of, you know, what the big the head honchos say and, and, mm. and how they actually want um, their company to be viewed as and, and what their brand is supposed to be. So I love doing these venue ones. It gives us great insight. Absolutely. Um, he's one of um, one of few that have had their staff stick around. So um, through obviously COVID and um, everything that's happened over the last 18 months. So um, yeah, it's, it's quite amazing that he's had his team for so long. Some staff members have been there from, you know, three to 15 plus years. So um you know, you know, when you go there, you're going to get the same experience day in, day out. And for any couples looking at that venue, um, in terms of consistency and knowing what you're going to get, like it just has to be right up there. Yeah, no, it's um, it's great. And it, it was also interesting to find out like how much um, stuff he does in the background, like their, what his, you know, personal takes on um, the wine side of thing is and, and mm. where they actually see their business going and, and other bringing other drinks on and, and starting up a separate winery and like it's it's not just um, you know we're a wedding venue that sell red and white wine and, and that's where it stops like there there's quite a lot um, there's quite a lot to Zonzo um, and what they're what they like to do and, and what they're really trying to push for for the future so I think this would be a great one for um, for uh, couples and even vendors alike to get a real insight into what this venue is really about. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, it's just a, an all-round great venue. Um, and you'll notice as we talk to, to Rod as well, um, he's added that flair and just with the name Zonzo, like it's just, it's uh, not your, your cookie cutter business. So um, your prestige business, like he, he's, he's definitely trying to push the cutting edge of you know what a, what a wedding should be, what a restaurant should be and what a beverage company should be. So um, it's really interesting. So let's, uh, let's get right on and get stuck into it. Cool. All right. Well, we're back here on the Wed Talk podcast and we have Rod from Zonzo Yarra Valley. Welcome, Rod. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. No worries. How, how's things been? How's the wedding season been? 
Yeah, it's been good. It's always it's always a um, you know busy time of year for us, and we we now probably don't really have a season anymore. They sort of blend for us. Um, we are, we have this year, however, locked off uh, July or um, sorry June July. Um, no, July August. Sorry for weddings. So we're not doing any weddings July August. So we can do some maintenance around here, but um, generally, otherwise, we do flow right through um, the year. Obviously, it goes a little bit quieter in winter, though. Yeah, amazing. So, um, have you found it to be a busier season than normal um, compared to the last few years, where you know we were COVID affected and and those sort of things? Is it or has it started to tail off just a little bit and become a bit more normalized? Yeah, it definitely settled this uh, this year because we had um, coming straight out of COVID, we had so many weddings that we had to facilitate, and uh, literally they were. I think for us, there was a 12 month period where we only had about eight days without a wedding. So yeah, but we got through that and um, this year is definitely, you know, back to, back to normal for us. So we're, um, we're busy nonetheless, but um, yeah, a little, a little bit um, more controllable and the staff are definitely, you know, getting a lot more rest than they did last year. Fantastic. And um Let's talk about you. So you're obviously the the director and owner of the business. And from what I could see on the website, it's been about 16 years, um, which is quite a long time. And for me, looking um, for us, just getting to know you, 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 you look quite young and you've, you must have picked up the business at like a really, really young age. Yeah, I did. So I started in hospitality at, um, at well, my first uh, restaurant was at 19 years old. So yeah, so pretty pretty young, I'd say, like very young, um, but just was super keen to get into the restaurant game or hospitality. That was a passion of mine and still is, you know, amazingly 25 years later. So, um, and yeah, I suppose with Zonzo started um, yeah, in 2007 and we were never really going to be a wedding venue here. Well, not in my eyes. We were going to be a family-orientated uh, restaurant, which we definitely are. Um However, as we were sort of in the building stages, we were getting asked to um, host weddings at that early stage and we weren't even finished um, or weren't even open as a restaurant yet. So, you know, that sort of at some stage of rejecting after rejecting quite a few was sort of piqued my interest and thought, well, you know, let's give it a go. With, um, you know, I was quite nervous and had a lot of anxiety about it because I'd never, um, you know, being um, a migrant family here to Australia, I'd never really been to a wedding. I never had been to a wedding at that stage because I just didn't have a friend yet that had been married or um, and family was overseas. So I was so fresh to the wedding yep. industry, so <laughs> nervous. Um, so all I could do was literally, um, you know, watch a couple of movies, read some magazines, you know, just just read up on about it. Um, and I think that was a real um, great, you know, looking back, I think that was just a really really good asset to me that um, I came in with such a fresh um, set of eyes and didn't have any preconceived notions on what a wedding should be so really um, guided Sonzo to its own uh, way and we did uh, weddings in our own style and um, yeah I'm really grateful for that now. What's, yeah, um, what uh, uh, nationality like what's your background? The Maltese. Maltese so does the was hospitality something that always um sort of stood out like um, I, I could assume that you know cooking and, and, and good food and stuff like that is probably a, a very big in in culture um, and probably you know like you said before family owned um, venue so 
is that where like the love for hospitality started? You know, big big family gatherings, cooking, nice wine, nice food, and then it sort of, you know, once you were old enough to work and, and move into the industry, is that sort of where the love started from? Yeah, absolutely, it did. And I suppose for me, it was a fact of um, when I grew up, my dad was working um, for a hotel, so I got to visit the hotel a lot. And um, and just my favourite part of it there was the kitchen, and it was old fashioned kitchen. They'd wear like the top hat chefs, and you know, they'd yeah. be, they'd be um, you know, the tall chef hats and things. Yeah. And um, and I just didn't want to ever leave. I just loved the action and and you know the theatre of it all and the passion and. And it was just, you know, obviously as a kid, I didn't realise how much effort and how much hard work it was going to be, but um, but I fell in love with it there. And that's all I ever really wanted to do. So at home, I'd, you know, be in the kitchen cooking with my parents and my parents both cooked, so that was um, amazing. So I had um, two people to guide me there, but I, I just really enjoyed um, that part of my life. Yeah, and I wanted to have that as a career. So, yeah, well, definitely home played a big part of um of uh, cooking and um, yeah, and it's it's you know it's been a it's been a great journey, lots of fun. Absolutely, and I think um, if you haven't been attended a Zonzo wedding or you haven't even just been to Zonzo in general, like it's all about that shared food and wine experience, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and I, I suppose that's where we started. Like when it's funny because I um I never planned on doing weddings, and then suddenly everyone's asking for weddings because the venue is just yeah. gorgeous. And, you know, it's mm. sort of um, Obviously, winery weddings are, are a thing and they have been for a long time. So, you know, I, I started looking at weddings and then I decided on a um, particular way that we were going to do our wedding. So I wanted it to be um, an Italian feast style wedding. So like all the food um, down the centre of the table for everyone to enjoy and have a good time. And, and I think um, it just encourages conversation. You know, for example, if you're if your partner's in the bridal party and you don't know anyone else on your table, you know, you can converse over food. And it's just one of those um, beautiful European, you know, um, everyday things. But I thought it'd be really nice for a wedding. So anyway, I developed this idea that I wanted to um, create a wedding with um, no bridal table. I just wanted two beautifully long tables, very long tables. Um, and, you know, and have no alternating, you know, beef and chicken or chicken and lamb or whatever it is. And, um, and the clincher, though, was I wanted to serve pizza at weddings also as one of the courses, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I mentioned this to a few people, and I'm not kidding, and I did not, even till today, like if I mention it to someone that doesn't even know what we do, I never get a positive comment about that. I, everyone says, really? no. You can't have a pizza. You can't have a pizza wedding. No, what are you doing? They obviously haven't had the pizzas then. They obviously, yeah, they have not had the pizzas. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's different what they're thinking, maybe the style of pizza. But, you, you know, like um, no one is ever encouraging of that idea. They, they just always, have, like, said no. Um, and, you know, look, at first when we started to sell that, it probably was a little bit, um, you know, it was. I probably lost a few sales, you know, at first trying to trying to sell that package. Um and we were a little bit, I think, a bit more trendy for the time. We didn't want chair covers. I didn't want, you know, like stages for, you know, couples and things like that. Sure enough, now we do bridal tables if the couple wants some. Um, however, they're on the same level of, you know, the other tables. But um, anyway, look, I did manage to sell some and, and through those couples that gave, that um, really wanted um, to give us a go, it was really great because then we got great images and, and then it went from there. And um, I think we've created a whole new form of um, weddings in through doing that because now it's quite the norm to have a, a feast menu Absolutely. at a wedding um, and it works quite well. And, and I think um, 
yeah, it's that's all because you know I wanted to do it my way, and um, probably because I hadn't been to a wedding either. Just do it, <laughs> do it. Yeah, fun. it's like what would my wedding look like? Pizza and having wine and massive gathering, basically. So, um, well, cause... yeah, like a beautiful, just a beautiful family gathering. I mean, like literally, a wedding is like having your first meal with your family as a married couple. So, it is nice to um, enjoy it that way in a feast style. 100% because I think um, like cocktail weddings are becoming so popular now because people don't want to sit down and feel like, you know, their mates are at the other end of the reception venue and you can't talk to them and unless like, you know, there's a break in speeches or something like that and they're, they're just becoming really, really popular, that kind of style. And it sounds like you've kind of blended the two of like a really relaxed feel but also you've got that formal setting of you can sit down, you don't have to move if you don't want to but if you want to get up and, you know, move around you can yeah yeah and that's what we say we're so we say we're um like we want to that relaxed atmosphere but with serious service and food and i think we achieve that extremely well you know so when you when you arrive it's just it just feels you've got a level of comfort there because the settings are so beautiful and, and the staff are so welcoming and the food is um also comfortable I suppose like we're not serving anything that is um, out of anyone's comfort range. Like it's, you know, it, European food, everyone's comfortable with seem, seems to be. So we, um, yeah, it just creates that really nice vibe. And, and yeah, and I agree with you. Like, you know, every, all of us now that I've been to many weddings um, feel, Oh, am I on a bad table here? Why am I in the corner? Yeah. Why am I on this? Why am I, why have I got my back to the, you know, to the, couple you know there's all these sort of questions and one thing we still get today is at weddings is um guests coming up to the bar and saying oh this is so great there's no bad table because you know there's just the there's the two long tables and everyone really feels like they're part of the wedding and that's a that's a beautiful thing i think it's um it feels more inclusive exactly no, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. So we'll, we'll dive into the um, the whole wedding side even deeper just here in a second, but we're going to jump into some rapid fire questions for you, Rod. Um, this should give the audience and hopefully your friends and family a little bit more insight and see if they truly do know you. Um, even me. So... I don't know what's about to happen here. So... <laughs> like Obviously, the internet is a, a fantastic place and I was able to dig up a little bit of research on you. Um, obviously, some business owners can be right behind the curtains, but you're, you're front and center. So, it's, uh, it's been not too hard to find some information about you. Yeah, well, um, I think so we'll... like a sheer set of curtains. I'm still behind yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> The office is the only place you can get away. So, um, all right. So, we'll jump into it. Red or white wine? Uh, red. So I thought that was going to be an easy one. When I was writing, I was like, I already knew the answer to this. Um, wine or beer? Uh, wine. Wine. Favorite pizza? Uh, I love the, we make a pizza here called the, um, it's got rape on it. So it's got turnip leaves and we, we cook those in a, in a chili and garlic and we make that with some buffalo mozzarella and beer. So that's the rape pizza. That's beautiful. That's my Ooh, favorite. I'll have, have to try that one next time. We love the margarita. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. Uh, pineapple on pizza. Bit of an no, interesting well, one. If you, if you like it, why not? I suppose I, I don't. Um, but I have, and um, yeah. Look, if I'm in the mood for it, why not? It can. It's. Uh, it can be. It can be pretty nice, and the kids love it. You know. So um, I think if you like it, why not? You know, I'm all for that. Yeah. Go cool. for it. Cool. 
I thought that might have been interesting one, obviously, with the traditional background and, and that. But, yeah, as I said, it, it's uh, it's personal choice at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. Um, best thing about Zonzo? What do you love most? Okay. Lo- me personally or what I think others love? Yeah, you personally, as the obviously the business owner, you've seen it all. What do you yeah, okay. what do you love coming into work every day for and, and seeing? Yeah, look, I love I love the people I work with. I think that's probably one of the main the main things. Like we do is like we have really established a beautiful culture here and um, family. You guys work there, you've been there, and you see that. Um, I think the staff are beautiful. They truly uh, care um, about our guests and each other. And I think. Um, yeah, that that's really sort of in some workplaces uh, underestimated how important that is. And I think for us, you know, establishing the culture of our workplace is essential to the success of um, every day for us. And I think so that's one of the things I love most. And the second thing would be just the views. Like it's just, there's just everything. Yeah, you know, change through the seasons and it's just, a, yeah, beautiful thing. And I can get pizza whenever I want. <laughs> exactly you got a wood-fired pizza oven in the, what 20 meters from your office there probably yeah that's right <laughs> lovely uh, a bit of a personal one here i know you'd like these two things but cooking or motorbike riding oh no give me a motorbike motorbike yeah absolutely <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm i'm a sucker for, for that for sure yeah what are your um do you have a favorite location that you like to take them or is it? Can you ride them? On, do you have your? Do you ride them on property there at all? Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, on here we ride on on here, and then we um yeah just on the road anywhere. If I can get out today, yeah, doesn't matter. Or a track day maybe a Phillip Island track day. That's an even better oh, yeah. day. But yeah, just absolutely anywhere. Um, Lovely. So um, but I do love cooking though. But anyway, I still do like the bikes. Yeah. Yep. So you're riding obviously dirt bikes there on property and then um, obviously the road bikes. Yes. Yeah. Down at the tracks. Yeah. And on road. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have your favorite, what's your favorite bike at the moment? Um, well, the Ducati, I got an MH900E. So that's a beautiful um, Ducati. Lovely. And that's my favorite. Just sounds fast. It sounds fast. <laughs> no, it's not as fast as it looks, but it is nice. Yeah. It's nice to ride. Yeah. Lovely. Cool. All right. Well, we'll jump into um, that's a rapid fire done. So, <laughs> oh, you went easy on me. I reckon. Yeah, it went I'll, easy on you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sweat on those. I thought you were going to ask for like my anniversary date or something. <laughs> well, we can if you want, or we, we can if put you want. Too on the too much on the spot. No, no, I know it. It's easy because I got married on New Year's Eve. So I got oh, you got uh, easy. Man. Nice. Yeah, I was I remember. I'm Remembrance Day, so I'm pretty easy too. Yeah, there you go. I did that for my own safety. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, we'll jump into, we've kind of already discussed it a little bit, but how, how did Zonzo start? Like what was the, the founding, um, the founding years like? Yeah. So we, um, Zonzo started and we uh, had a restaurant and I say we got a business partner named Bart and we were in Abbotsford at a restaurant called E-Lounge and that was our first business. And then um, at some stage there, um, we would wanted to establish a country restaurant. So basically, you know, if you're in Italy, the, the, um, everyone just understands that if you really want the Casalinga or the homemade style proper Italian food, you'd leave the cities and you'd head out on the weekends to the country and you'd find, you know, beautifully um, beautiful family-run restaurants. Um, and that's what we wanted to create. So... Um, you know, our research led us to Yarra Valley and eventually, you know, this property here. Um, and we um, 
yeah, and we started Zonzo Estate. So we had a we had the concept of creating family dining experience on a winery, which back in two thousand and seven wasn't really the the done thing. Like it was wineries here in the Yarra Valley in two thousand and seven. We opened only welcomed adults. Um, they didn't welcome children at all. So we were really happy to do that because we do love the family dining experience and you know that that nice beautiful Italian dining experience is family orientated for us so um so that's what we did and um yeah and it kicked off quite well you know everyone sort of took to it really nicely and um yeah and that's sort of how the concept started and that's how we um we we headed out this way um and then we had to find a name obviously and you know we ended up landing on zonzo but zonzo in italian means to wander about or stroll around okay we thought that really fit in with um you know, what people do on weekends basically is go for a Zonzo, yep. go wander around, and that's um, that's why we've got our name also. Yeah, right. I was, I was actually going to ask you about the name because it's, uh, it's like such a, an upbeat kind of name. Like when um, before I even knew anything about the, ven- the venue, it was like um, there was that chef, I forgot his name, Andrew, uh, oh, what's his name? Is it Zumba? Or Zumba? That's the first thing that popped into my mind. I was like, it's, it's, it was familiar with that kind of um heritage of the name um and he created like just these amazing dessert creations and stuff yes Um, so it's obviously got a bit of flair behind that that sort of name yeah and i think we wanted a name that started with said i mean that was one thing we did want as well because it's um it's difficult to forget and it is a lot of fun zonzo is also infinite if you put in the z-o-n and you can it just keeps going around and around yeah right it looks really cool on our courts. We just put Z-O-N and if you get yeah. 12 around, it just keeps reading songs. It's just such a nice name. Like you, you can't forget it. It's not like using, um, you know, they're just the location as your name. Um, you're obviously in Yarrow Glen, like you just didn't go very generic, um, like Yarrow Glen Winery or something like that. Like you went very specific on a on an Italian name that really um, brands your business as a whole. Yeah, I'm glad you noticed that because that's, that's, that's a key, you know, um, decision in any like startup business and you know I suppose I've heard some you know really wise business people always say um, when you start a business one of the first things you, you should do is have an exit strategy and that's rather confusing you know when I was in business I'm like why do you want an exit strategy I'm in this forever and I'm going to keep going but I think it's a really important um, thing to to plan and the reason for that is not so much for the exit I think it's more for the in-between so you know when we were looking at um, starting out here and there was all sorts of names and people were giving me names and it was like Pizzo Vini and you know and all, yeah. you know <laughs> Yarra Valley you know or train track winery and stuff because the train track used to run through here yeah. all, all sorts of things you know but we you know that exit strategy again comes into play where you say well what do you want for the brand and what where do you want the brand to go and so it really does open your mind to thinking like long term and i think that's why they say that is have that exit strategy not so much because you want to run off i think more for the fact that um you start thinking decades ahead of yourself and we wanted to establish a brand here and that's what we've done um and we and and I think a strong brand needs a name that is um, stands alone and doesn't have a particular um, meaning to anyone um, except you know what we're going to put 
uh, forward for that brand. And then, you know, it, that um, has played well now because we can establish the wine brand with the same name and it just it just really works. So um, it was part of our strategy from the get-go. So I'm really glad you noticed it because no one's ever said that to me before. So it's good that I'm... Yeah, I think because you, you just think about it, um, you just hear Zonzo, even just without knowing Zonzo as a brand, you just think obviously... It's European, it's Italian, like, and then when you get there, that's what it is. So, um, it really just encapsulates that whole experience. Um, and there's obviously that little bit of flair in the name, which goes hand in hand with you know the beverages you're creating now. Um, that really upbeat experience. So, it it really just do, does tie in, and your name reflects everything that you do. So, um, that testaments to you and the marketing team for really pushing that. Thank you. Yeah. We have to keep that going. I mean, that's vital. Like, you know, when we put that name into the wedding industry, like it's vital for us, you know, as we, as we go on in business and um, perhaps, you know, open another um, restaurant, et cetera. Um, we've had many discussions about it. It is an easier path just to call it Zonzo, for example. Mm. We've got a little pizzeria somewhere in the suburbs called Zonzo and everyone knows it and, you know, it'd take off a lot quicker. However, mm. that doesn't wear well for our, um, our wedding business, you know, so we are very mm. careful with that. Um, we want to keep that prestige of our weddings and we want to keep that, um, that name to be like held in like special for people with a wedding here, not, Oh, you got married at Zonzo. Oh, there's a Zonzo down the road and they do yeah. pizzas at my local like strip shop, you know, yeah. um, that would make your wedding a little bit less special and less unique. So we do really want to hold the name and hold that prestige of the name for our wedding customers as well. Yeah. Absolutely. What else, um, what else holds Zonzo apart from the others? So you've gone down the route of your name and really establishing a brand for yourself. That's really, I guess, authentic um to your heritage and the way that you want the business to be run um but what else does zonzo offer um that might differ from you know other places around the o valley oh look i think uh, like i'll go back to my favorite part of this whole place is our team um because we we're constantly willing and able to to initiate new trends and um and that's what the difference is so we're not afraid to do that we'll give it a go and we'll just um we will we'll build a market for ourselves, you know. I think that was the that's probably one of the extreme differences. I, I think, you know, when we um look back and you know, I could have given up at any given stage when everyone was saying, Oh no, but I want chicken and lamb, I want mm. alternating meals, I want chair covers, I want round tables, I want a stage. You know, I didn't give up. I kept trying to sell what I believed would be mm. the future of the wedding business here for us. Um and I think that is one thing that um, that is definitely different, uh, that we um, continue to innovate. And one thing I get told is different, and I don't want to really say this about myself because I wouldn't, but I get told as well, is that I'm so involved also, that mm. um, I not just run this as a business, and, you know, come in and out. I'm, I'm here every day and, um, and I definitely um, want to listen to what's going on and try and implement change if it's needed. And just keep things, you know, improving every single day. So, yeah, I've noticed that with a lot of uh, well, the last few sort of venue owners that we've spoken to, that it's um, it's more the team around the venue that makes the venue what it is. It's not also just necessarily like you know people come for the good food or the views or um, you know any other aesthetics that the venue hold. Like the actual experience that they have outside of those um, those features and making sure that you know people get back to them on time and people care when they rock up on their day. You know. 
not even just apart from um, like the weddings, but you know, if someone comes around um, and you know they become a regular at the restaurant, and you walk up and your team member goes, "Oh, you know, Geordie, you're back again with the family. How's everything going?" Like it just creates that that whole experience to be so much better than just, "Oh, they're just another number that comes through the door." Yeah, you need it. I mean, everyone loves to be known. I mean, not known. You don't have to know everything in and out, but you know, just a you know, beautiful smile, come in, have a good time, you know, welcome back, you know, all, you, you just need it. And, you know, there's no way possible that any, um, anyone in the wedding industry can do it on their own. There's, you know, and that goes for all of us. Like, you know, as we couldn't run Zonzo without our particular um, team in place, and then we couldn't run it without um, guys like yourselves and other, um, you know, contractors that come in and do, you know, everything from florals to cakes to, mm you know, um, styling at times and, and all those things. It's all it's all such a huge team effort. And, you know, if we're going to be um, in that sort of position, like having um, a beautiful network of people just makes our daily task easier and happier, you know. We don't want to be doing this and be miserable 100%. about it. Yeah. No, that, that's it. How does that then translate over to your wedding couples, like the people that you put in charge for, um, you know, planning and, and organization? Like, is there any specific roles or approaches that they take to, you know, when someone comes to you and says like, you know, I want to get married at Zonzo, like what, what does that whole process look like? Yeah. So they, they originally, they pro- most of the time they come through um, email inquiry or phone call. And then we, um, then we book them in to come and um, view, you know, Zonzo and we tell them about what we do. So Emma usually um, would run that through. Um, she does that solely. So she's a very busy um, lady. She goes and she shows everyone around. And, um, and then if the couple's interested, then they will proceed further and, you know, they'll pick a date and we lock the date in. Um, and then after that, there's, um, there's a lot of work between, you know, um, checklists and things and we, we're very we've got that down pat now which is amazing but basically we give a couple of a beautiful like a like time frame to work within and and um, checklists and things and then we have meetings that um, you know put all that into place and so by the time the day comes around um, everything's so well organized that really the couple can just enjoy themselves they don't need to be second guessing what we're doing everything's um, laid out and planned ahead so it works really mm. well. Because I think as well, like, um, that's why the whole reason we kind of started the podcast and we're, you know, talking to you guys um, is around, like, people getting married. It's the first time they're getting married. It's the first time they've planned a massive event. Like, it's such a big undertaking um, and helping them, especially, you know, you guys, us, and everyone within the wedding process itself, like, helping them guide, sorry, guiding them through um, the journey because, we always get couples coming to us asking, you know, who's a good DJ, who's a good, you know, florist, who, who makes good cake, like just these little things that can make such a big difference. Um, and especially even just around just the timeline of when to start getting ready, when to arrive at the venue. Um, you know, we're obviously in Victoria, weather, like we get weather affected like we did today, like we we're supposed to shoot at your venue today doing a tour. But, um, you know, we've got 18 to, 8 to 20 mil of rain coming. So, um, you know, we obviously had to postpone. So, um, you know, your flexibility around that and just really guiding couples through that whole journey. Yes, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, making a couple's journey seamless, um, you know, to us now seems like every day. But mm. you know, we shouldn't take for granted how hard that is. And we also feel, you know, we do weddings nearly every day of the week, like um, for most part of the year. And 
So for us, it's second nature. But like you said, for um, a couple, it's their first ever large event for most of them. And it's so daunting and so scary. And if we can take the pressure off and we can guide and and, um, help them create their dream event with um, very little stress, I mean, that's our goal. And I think we do that relatively well. But, yeah, I mean, we've had everything thrown at us and we know the answers. So that helps. But, you know, and with the with the um tools we've implemented now and we give to the couples that um it just makes it that much easier because at the end of the day that seamless event um yeah it doesn't happen easily does it i mean we're we're all in the background peddling away to ensure that works and and being um yeah just adapting to situations like you said like weather and wind and and heat and you know (laughs) Like there's so many things. Yeah. That, like, We're basically glorified wedding planners at the end of the day, aren't we? Like, yeah, um, because the, you know, the amount of questions we get asked. Yeah, we are, you know, and you got like so many variables, you know, on a wedding day, you know, traffic, and, you know, there's all these things, but the show mm. must go on. And we're so, you know, that's, that's what makes a good venue, you know, is just being able to adapt. And it's not, um, there's no, like, you know, that saying cookie cutter, there's no cookie cutter. If it needs to move, it moves. And, you know, if we need to move it, we'll move it and we'll just make it work. And, you know, and I think that's key. And you guys know that, you know, if someone's running late, what do you do? We're going to work with it. We're gonna yeah. Get it yeah. Well, we have one, we have one story. I think we, we shot a wedding there oh, 12, 18 months ago and they were getting ready um, in the Northern suburbs. So they kind of went the back way through, um, you know, Warren Dyke, Yarra Glen. Um, and there was a car, there was a motorbike accident and they got stuck in traffic for 30 minutes. Um, and luckily they left with just enough time to get there. Um, and luckily they were doing a first look as well. So they had that time buffer. If they went straight into the wedding ceremony, it might've been touch and go there for a while, but, um, yeah, just those things just, just pop up. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. And then you need to, you know, you need to give some good advice on around those things because <laughs> they do pop up on the day. Exactly. You know, last minute guest cancellations or we've got, we um often get um guests showing up that thought they RSVP and they haven't. Oh really? <laughs> and you know, and then, and then um, one of the, one of the couples will come up to us and go, "Oh, I don't think there's a seat for them. Can you sort it out?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So that happens as well. So like you're just doing pizza, you can whip one up and just chuck it on the table for yeah, them. Yeah, we move table settings and get it done. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you got so many stories that we could dive in. I think that's a big thing with venues. You've got you got this this backlog of um, you could have a whole podcast on wedding stories. I think. Yeah, there's a lot of stories. I feel like an old hand at weddings now. Like, I mean, you know, we've we're in February will be 17 years like of weddings. So wow. that's that's a long time. I think. But anyway, I've <laughs> seen a lot of them, and they're all. Is there one that sticks out in your in your 16, 17 years? On my own, my my own wedding. Like, yeah. I, I, um, is it your own, or yeah. is there there been a couple that? Yeah, I got married here, so that was. Um, that was good fun. Um, so that's definitely a highlight. Um, yeah, the first wedding I held that um, that definitely um, I'll never forget that because you know that was yeah. just... what what was that experience like? Like that first one off the bat, I guess obviously switching from a restaurant to a wedding. Like how how did you handle it? Did it go smoothly? Was it a massive learning curve? Yeah, no. Look, it went smoothly. I I, um, I didn't sleep for a week before. I was so nervous. <laughs> I read my notes like a thousand times, and I like went through. Yeah, so it did it had to it had to run smoothly. I mean, um, because yeah, no doubt I I wouldn't let a thing go. But um, 
yeah, it was pretty, pretty nerve-wracking, the first one. And then, and then, you know, look, I must say, even now, it, there's really no um, change of feelings on that. I've probably got a lot more confidence, though, but still, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that everything's, um, everything's uh, you know, what do they say, I's dotted and T's crossed, and then we still, yeah. still do that. But, you know, there's definitely more confidence and there's a, um, there's a greater team now that, um, that's in place that's got experience as well. You know, when we first started, none of us really had experience. So it was, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. That's a big thing with your venue, over especially over the last, you know, eighteen months with everything that's going on. Is um, obviously just getting staff and having your team coherent and consistent, um, and just looking at you guys. You, you, you know, you've had the same people for at least three, some, you know, upwards of ten plus years. So, um, you know that that confidence in delivering the same experience time and time again, you've dealt with the same, these people have seen it all. They know how to deal with specific situations that pop up on a wedding day. So um, I think that must give you tremendous confidence in your team to deliver every time. Oh, it does. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, you know, we, um, and that's where we go back to, you know, for anyone listening to this, that's got any business or any workplace that, that they can um, take charge of. Um, the culture is so important. I mean, we wouldn't have staff like, you know, decade plus here um, without the culture because, um, you know, it pays one thing, yeah, obviously, you know, but like the culture is is what keeps people coming back day in, day out and enjoying what they do and loving the people they work with. I think that's an important, that's such an important factor and, and it does give everyone confidence and, you know, we, we know that, you know, the, the, the guys on the floor can um, throw anything at the kitchen and they'll handle anything and vice versa. You know, it's, um, it's a, it's such a great feeling to have because, you know, I think um, in restaurants, um, if anyone's ever worked in a restaurant, listen to this, they know the feeling where it's, when it's opposite, when there might be a great thing on the floor and not so good in the kitchen and vice versa, but it's really important to have um, the, you know, key people in place and, you know, through, like COVID, um, we didn't lose any of our core team, not not one person. Mm. So that was amazing. So everyone stuck it out and everyone is still here. So, yeah, it's really good. And, and you know, like it was a really, really hard to, like, um, have that year after COVID. That opening was extremely difficult to mm. have that many weddings in a row and get them through in the quality and, um, you know, they didn't nothing nothing was let go everything was just perfect so it was yeah great credit to the team for getting that through but it was a hell of a lot of moving though shuffling around yeah (laughs) well i got married during your covid period there so um it was just so good to see because we came back for a wedding that we did not long after um when things had died down it was just good to see the same people had stuck around with you um so it's just good to see some familiar faces and um me and my wife can't thank you enough for taking us on when we had to switch venues um, back in that COVID period and we're able to get our, our wedding done. Um, even though it wasn't the way we wanted it, we actually, we look back now and we're just so grateful for even being able to do that. So um, yeah, do, true testament to your team for sticking with you through that time. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. And, and I mean, look, you know, I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. So, you know, it's, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the COVID reason was. I, I don't really like that reason, but, but the, uh, <laughs> you know, we um, yeah, I'm glad you got married with us in the end. You know, and, and yeah. you know, we we still we just love what we do. It's good fun, good fun yep. weddings. 
Well, the pe- the pizza sold us. That was <laughs> that was the big thing. <laughs> you just go there for the pizza. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, we'll get into some ceremony locations. I think, Riley. Yeah. So we've we've been there. We've seen it. Obviously, you know the venue inside out. Like for someone that's that's literally just say they've heard of Zonzo from jumping on this podcast now. Like what what ceremony um, sort of areas do you offer uh and then what's your recommendation and then what's um i guess anything that comes with them indoor outdoor um air conditioning lighting anything like that okay yeah so we at zonzo um have uh well beautiful if you haven't ever been here we've got a beautiful venue where we've got a lot of outdoor areas so it overlooks vineyard and and um countryside so um, we do offer a space for a ceremony that is outdoors, if um, if that's um, what the couple wishes to have. And then we've got a chapel as well, which is a like a modern take on an Australian sort of um, uh, barn. That's what we call it, um, which is quite beautiful. And if uh, you need any references to those, obviously they're all over Instagram and our website. Um, and my preference, um, because I'm sort of like a... I don't know. I love to plan things to the, you know, <laughs> the last degree. I do like the chapel, my opinion, because, yep. you know, whether it, it's good in all weather scenarios, mm. um, you know, you've got some heating, some cooling, fans, you know, nice planes, you're undercover. So you're sort of set. Um, there's no changing and swapping on the day. Um, however, because we are so agile and, you know, ready to go um, as a team, if um, couples really desire the outdoor ceremony and the weather's not permitting, um, last minute change is, is easy done as mm. well because the chapel's there. So we just open up and move flowers around and we can um, we can achieve that. Um, so, yeah, we do offer the two um, the two spots, which I think in the, given any any venue you go to or if you're going to have your ceremony ceremony outdoors in particular, Obviously, being in Melbourne, you do need to back that with some sort of mm. um, indoor option, I think, or at least covered option, just yeah. in case. And a good indoor option at that too. Like that's where I got married in the Capella. Um, it's called and it's just so nicely lit. I think that's a big thing with indoor spaces is that most can look quite dark and from just a photographer and videographer perspective, if it's dark, it's not going to look good. So um we never have an issue. We've had overcast, cloudy days there. It's just been it's because you've had got some that hot days there too. You had some hot days there, like it's <laughs> yes, it. it's truly it's truly covered. And it's it's quite an architectural masterpiece that you've created down there. Like it just it looks like you, you you've never seen it before. Like it's just this sloped um, building, and it just looks incredible. Yeah, it fits in the countryside well. It fits perfect. You know, one funny thing when we built that, that was a bit out there. You know, there was like. So we built it, we built it, and it literally sat empty, like, for two years. No really? one wanted to get married in there. They, like, just didn't. No one liked it. No one was getting and, and I'm like, oh, I built, like, this biggest, like, waste of time. Like, no one, I was, <laughs> was going to turn it into a bar one stage. Yeah. Into a bar because it was like, a no one was doing yeah. But this is just, like, complete and utter waste. No one wants it. No one can see my vision for it, you know. Mm. And um, Anyway, I think as as a couple of years went past and the garden around it settled in and the plants started to grow and yeah. things, and, and then we had a um, we had some like you know like couples that could see my vision and get married in there. Once the images started flowing through, mm. 
obviously then everyone else wanted to use it. Um, and yeah. I agree with you on the lighting. The lighting is so beautiful in there. Oh, when when it was perfect. designed with that big window, then you get married up against that really tall. I think it's like eight metres high, something like that. We, we, um, I, I said to the architect, oh, all my photographers are worried. Everyone, They're all saying, oh, they're only going to get a silhouette here. Like what, what about the sun and what about this at this time? And, you know, no matter what, we have morning weddings, and day and night, like, you know, afternoon weddings, and um, the lighting's never been an issue. He promised me that would be the case, but it's it actually hasn't been an issue. Yeah, and, uh, it can get quite tricky yeah. with with windows, as you said, and I think because the whole left side, it's got that um, that transparent um, material, so it actually gives it like a really nice soft light that shoots over from the left side, and then it bounces off the concrete side, um, not the concrete, the the other side, the, the wooden side, and then it pounces back. So it just creates this whole perfect lighting situation for any photographer going in there, even though the window behind can um, sometimes blow out just a little bit, but it's it doesn't affect anything. No, no, it's quite amazing. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like the lighting in there and the images you get from the ceremonies, they're, they're just so um, – yeah, they just look so good, you know. Mm. And um, anyway, yeah, it didn't, it, it wasn't liked at first, but I'm glad it is now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just takes a few people to get in there and then images start flowing back and then it becomes like the new trend, get married at Zonzo in the, in the capella. So Yeah, and um, that, that, I love that shot from the outside. Like, you know, when the couple's mm. outside and there's usually some like, you know, guests out there and there's the background of it all. They're oh, just yeah. views, views, views for days. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good spot, but yeah, I do like it anyway. That's probably a long answer to where my favorite. Story <laughs> <is>. <laughs> We're talking about um, like saying things kicking off at Zonzo. One thing that I'd love to see become more normalized there. So we had a wedding there, New Year's Eve, just gone, and they had the dance floor area, and it's it's probably normalized to a bit, but outside under the festoon lights, off to the side, but they had a live probably the best live music duo that, that I've ever seen at a wedding. They had a saxophone player there. They had this bloke playing acoustic guitar that yeah, like you felt like you're at a giant, you're at this massive concert and just the vibe that that set at that time of the night, like the New Year's Eve aspect to it as well. Um, I feel like being a wedding, like they're all big occasions. You can probably emulate it, but is that is that something that you push to couples? Like, you know, if they say they're, they come in and like, we just want to have a massive, a massive, party with all of our friends like would you say yep go outside under those festoons look at something like this and and get going because that's something i feel like not a lot of other venues have like they don't have that big party area they've got nice rooms and um and, and nice reception areas but i reckon that's one thing that definitely sets you guys apart is having that area between the big shed which is the barrel room i believe um mm -hmm. and then the corner of the reception like it's just yeah it's like nothing i've ever seen at another wedding venue yeah it is a nice vibe isn't it that that um and, and, you know, getting the right music in place. But we, um, yeah, we've done that. We've done that um, quite a number of times. And I agree with you. It just sets the mood under the starlight. I mean, if the, if the um, if weather's permitting, it's a beautiful way to do it. And then there's also we've done it um, where the couples have wanted it there, but it hasn't been, like, as good a weather. And then they'll just do it in that, in that barrel room. We'll open up the big doors there. And then it's, like, another area. Like, it's a new vibe. It's got cool lighting. And it can work. Um, generally, it does work, like you mentioned, and that's a really good point. It works with acoustic musicians because they're mm. easily moved. If you've got a, um, a a band or a DJ set up, um, yeah, they're pretty hard to shuffle around because 
Yeah, they, they're edgy about the weather and being Melbourne, they look up and they say, oh, I think it might rain tonight. I don't want to be here. I'm going to only stay indoors. And fair enough. I mean, everything's mm. expensive. We can't have it rained on and stuff. But but if you if you choose to have the acoustic musicians and the night is um, is right, I agree with you. I think it's just a stunning spot to have it. Um, and the photos, again, are epic out there. And it just really, you know that vibe that you're describing? You, you described it so well. It's that feeling where... You get guests coming in and they don't even know why it feels so good. But I have a feeling it's because um, when you say having the canapes and you're in the outdoor sort of terrace area, you've got a glass of wine in your hand and like the vines are literally like right in front of you. So you're sort of having a wine straight from there. You know, you can smell the food because it's all so fresh and, you know, the kitchen's close by and you can smell the food and everyone's welcoming and it, and it just creates that like you're relaxed you're ready to have a seriously good time but you feel relaxed and you feel like comfortable and i think that's that's um that's one thing i love about a venue is just making people feel comfortable even though you're dressed in a suit and you got you know and most guys quite frankly probably don't want to wear a suit but you know you, you're feeling like you feel a bit uptight and we can make you feel relaxed and enjoy your night like it's just um it's a it's a great thing and that's why i think a lot of the um our wedding guests become uh, you know, um, future guests in the restaurant as well because they had such a good time they turn up again to have a bite to eat. So, yeah, one hundred percent. Like I, I, we had plans to go out after the um the wedding had finished, but I wanted to stay. Like the mm. the bloke on the <laughs> saxophone, like the crowd was going off, and that's a hard thing as well. Like I think a lot of like a lot of couples we speak to, they're like, oh, you know, we want to make sure we get dancing captured. We want the dancing done. We want to be out there, and I feel like with a lot of weddings, you know they are long days as well. You know, by the time that people have sat out, they've got their half an hour early to make sure they're there for the ceremony. Then the ceremony's done. Then they've got the, um, the ceremony itself, speech, uh, sorry, canapes, and they sit down for their meals and then speeches. You know, it's a four, four and a half hour, five hour process. And then all the couples want to do is dance. But by the end, everyone's, you know, they've, they've hoofed into the pizzas and they've had a few wines and they just want to sit down and chill out. But having that, that venue that can actually like be like, no, nah, come on, wait we've got the stage set to have people to come up and, and really enjoy themselves. Um, yeah. Just, just really sets it off and, and makes it um, a standout point for, for yourselves and kudos to doing it as well. Cause after you've fed everyone that much pizza and they've had that much wine, the last thing they want to do is, is get up and dance. So no, that's a, that's an awesome effort on your behalf. It is, it is one of those, it's a big day for the guests, isn't it? Like, I mean, if you, if you like say with um, if the girls are getting their hair done, and the, it's like a full day's work. And then you've got to drive there and drive home or, or transport there and home. It's it's literally, it's a big day. So it's a lot of effort for everyone. And I think that's why we've got to try and make it as enjoyable as, as we can for all the guests and, um, and you know, contractors and, and suppliers and everyone involved because, yeah, it's a huge amount of effort. And, you know, there's there's a lot, like, say, for you guys afterwards, like, um, to put it all together again. It's not just forgotten about. It's a, it's a lot of work to, you know, to get it right and deliver for the couple. And it, and it's, um yeah, it's, anyway, it is it is one of those things where it's nice to see people, like, get up and dance and have a good time. And, yeah, and if, and if they're enjoying themselves at our that's what we like to see. Yeah. Well, you touched on it there. Makeup. You've obviously got a really, really nice, beautiful bridal suite on site. That the because um, brides will be listening to this podcast where they can um, they can get ready there the morning of. Uh, no, we don't. We don't. They they have 
close by. Oh, so they can, they can go, they can sit in there before they go into their ceremony. Yeah, that's right. We have that, but not we, the morning of um, most couples either leave from home or um, hire accommodation nearby. Um, and then when they arrive, we've got the, yeah, we've got beautiful stables area. We, we draw the curtains and they can chill out in there with the, um, with just um, the couple or the bridal party or the parents or yeah, whoever they like to. So that sort of, that sort of relaxes them a little bit and they can be whisked away for a quiet moment if they need, because sometimes on the day it's all a bit overwhelming and they need a bit of, um, need a bit of a break. Cause if you've got a hundred guests and you give them a couple of minutes each before you know it, your night's pretty, <laughs> you know, it's pretty much over. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone. And we all know that is hosting a party. Like it's like oh, when I went past in the bling, everyone else seems to have a good time and you, you've been um, hosting. So it's nice for the couple sometimes to get a little bit, a few moments together. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you've got the budget, you can uh, arrive by helicopter. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah, you can arrive. <laughs> there was one that came in halfway through our, through our ceremony, actually. We're like, so we've got some photos with it in the paddock to make it look yeah. like we, we arrived by helicopter. Yeah, well, there's some choose to arrive by helicopter. Um, it's it's not so common. It's not so common, but no. usually they'll arrive like in the helicopter leaves. But yeah, yeah, we've had guests arrive by helicopter too. Which yeah, is, right. Yeah, <laughs> why not? If Make you a get. statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, but I suppose you know one of the things we've been we've seen recently is um, horse and cart as well. Oh, which okay. Is, um, yeah, which is beautiful. Anyone interested in that, they can contact us. I don't have the details on me, but like, yeah, that, that's yeah, an interesting. Yeah. One. We had one in um, in December, and it was a beautiful summer's day, and um, yeah, it was just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, everyone loves yeah, to like, turn up in a in a horse and cart. Yeah, absolutely. So we've obviously touched on the the food um, and the wine a little bit, but um, let's discuss. Uh, let's go a little bit deeper into. What the setup is like at Zonzo, what can couples expect of the food and wine experience? Um, obviously, you guys, I'm sure, have recommendations on what wine to pair with food and, and those sort of things. Yeah, so we have, a, um, once the couple chooses to um, get married here and have their reception here, we have a, a list of food they can choose from. So basically, they start off with their um, canapes. Um, or stuzzucchini, we call them. That's just Italian version of that. Um, and we, um, and they they choose those. So they, I think they choose like up to ten of those. Um, and then yeah, they they're very um, well. There's a lot of that. We send out a lot of that. So because um, we do like to feed people here, we're not really in a position where people could leave here and do a like Macca's run on the way home. So we sort of, <laughs> um, if they're staying around the area, we want them to go home well-fed and not need another meal. So we give them lots of canapes, lots of tzatzikini, and they're all beautifully handmade little, you know, bite seats. So um, they're really, um, yeah, quite favoured by the guests. And then um, as they move in, then we'll move them in and we'll sit them down. Um, and then we start off with some anti-pastel platters, um, you know, a range of pizzas that the couple chooses and then move on to like roast dishes like roast lamb and then there's pasta dishes and things they can choose to add if if they like. So, um, yeah, it's quite a well-balanced meal and that we also do like a um, like roaming desserts as well. So we don't need to sit everyone back down for desserts as they're um, having a dance and up and going. We leave them up and going and we walk around with the desserts then. So it's um Lovely. it's a lot of food, but it's um yeah, it's like you'd expect if you went to a sort of an Italian sort of um feast. That's what we want to achieve. Yeah. 
it's one of our um, favorite venues to go to. Yeah, we never we never get we never leave Hungary. So yeah, um, no Macca's runs on the way there's home. There's no Macca's runs on the way home for us when we go to Zonzo. No, no, we make sure like all the supplies, everyone has to be fed because that's the way it works, and we want to make sure everyone's everyone's happy that way. And um, if it's never enough, or if it's not enough, you just yell out. They, they're in there anyway. I'll make sure. <laughs> yeah. We do tell our staff, you know, nothing's too hard. That's the um, that's the attitude to have. If if someone asks something, it's not too hard. We'll just get it done for you. You know, so Love that's it. um, that's the way we want to keep it going. So cool. Um, so we've obviously got a favorite, or one of my favorite locations um, to get photos um, and um, some shots for video is the hay bales. So um, usually they are place there um kind of set in a set in their ways and we get the couple right on top of the hay bale but what's your favorite place to get what's your favorite um place on the property to get photos oh there's so many you know i i um you know some some nights and when the sun's setting and you've got that real gold in it like it's that golden Mm, golden hour yeah yeah like i like that and i like that in the background of, of a shot so i do like that and that's not in a particular spot but there is like um sort of adjacent to the chapel there's that dam there sometimes yeah. like sunset you can get a really beautiful sort of like you know that golden sunlight through there so i do like that image i like the one i mentioned earlier which was like out the front of the chapel where everyone's like greeting the couple and it's like super happy time and they're just um, newlyweds and it's sort of um you know with all that countryside in the background i do like that one um and you know i like there's a couple of driveway shots i like you know the um up sort of simpsons lane and there's that lane of um like pinocks there's a spanish pinocks they're rather yes. tall yes yeah yep. that's nice that's a nice shot that's a nice shot for like um uh like the um I've, I've lost it now. You know when the couple see each other before the first view, like yeah, the first look. look. Yeah, yeah. First look, sorry, yeah. The first look. That's a really nice spot for that. I like that shot there. Um, where else have we got? But basically, Even just straight like everywhere, <laughs> anywhere you go. <laughs> where the where the Zonzo logo is, like as you come up the driveway, the I guess the main entrance. Like we we um quite often take couples there, and it's really good for bridal party shots because you've got the big grassed area at the front. And then the fence, um, like the nice fencing that obviously blocks up between the road. Um, like it, it's it's not a venue where you go, oh, we can't go here because there's there's this or there's that. Like you could you could pretty much just walk around and, and do a huge loop and you'll get a variety like as you go. Yeah. No, there, there's, yes, exactly. You could like the good thing here is even our bad views that people think are good views and they're not really bad views, but like even from the car park, the view's epic. And, and so, and we consider that to be like pretty poor view on our end, but like people, I see people pull out of cars and start taking photos straight away from the car park. So I suppose, yeah, everywhere you turn, there is, um, there's nice shots, but if you happen to get an epic sunset or, um, or full moon, you know, and I, I don't know if you guys have shot um, a wedding here yet where the mountains, mountains outside of the restaurant have gone like purple. Some sunsets they can go like no. purple. So that's I think the I think the New Year's Eve wedding that we had, the sunset on that side of the hills and it was really – I don't think the couple actually wanted to go out. I think they were more than content just to yeah, join. Yeah, it was a 40 degree day be- that day. <laughs> They'll be yeah, tired. It was, it was hot. <laughs> it was probably one of the best sunsets that we've seen and like just, just the like the – We'll call it just under 360 because you've, you've got where your vineyard is and the, and the barrel rooms and stuff. But like the whole way around, like the views are just incredible. 
yeah, they're they're um they're pretty they're pretty special, and it's hard to um hard to probably find a bad spot for a photo here. So we're pretty fortunate that um there's so many photo opportunities and keep um and they they just constantly um keep getting interesting. People still find new new spots here, you know, to go, and we're planting a lot more new vineyard here at the moment. So there's um going to oh, be cool. even more opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Can, there's no there's no place where you can you can't take a bad photo there, basically. Is what we say. It's just up to the couple. Where do you want to go? Do you want to go down to the driveway? Um, obviously, we've shot there on a quite a few hot days, and you know you don't have to walk far to get some amazing shots as well. So yeah, um, yeah, and there's the water shots that, that I like. You know, yeah. that by the dams and stuff. The family <laughs> photos, incredible. Like you got so many options. It's kind of overwhelming to a degree. Like oh, when, where am I going to take the family photo shots? Where am I going to take the portrait shots? Like there's so many, so many places to go. So it actually makes our job. Um, it did source out the creativity for us because you just got to like pick a pick a place, but it's hard for us to pick a pick a spot because there's so many good ones. So um, that's what we love. Do, thank you. Do you guys find that it's um, it's easier to have the wedding in that um, in the sort of the one venue, like ceremony and reception? Like, oh, with, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It saves. It's it's easy for us because um, I guess on the video side of things, like we've got so much equipment that we we lug around um you know we have two three four cameras set up for ceremonies sometimes the same with speeches we've got lights that we bring all our audio equipment like to set up at one location and then go somewhere else for photos and then head to a reception like it is a lot um i guess set up and packed out and for the couple as well like you've got to go you know if you pay if you've got an eight hour package say like you know you've got to fit as much into eight hours as possible and you want to spend the the more time you know we want to spend the most time with the couple and the less time like in the car driving from spot to spot to spot and there is there is obviously time for it like that's granted but if you're paying all this money you know you may as well make your process as easy as possible and, and having it all in the one spot is just you know i think that's why a lot of um wineries are so popular is because it is all there i think that's why you probably see less like church weddings these days like i think one of our first weddings was a church wedding and we honestly probably haven't done one since so definitely having everything on site same team all day same coordinators if you if you need to put something you can put in the bridal suite you can run back and forth if you need to like yeah it just it just makes everyone's life so much easier yeah you can charge everything it's all it's all a bit easier I was, even like just getting those um particular shots like if you had a venue like say you're here or anywhere else but you know oh sunset you know this time and i can get go here and get an epic shot and I, I like that you know you know i suppose it's easier sort of planning sometimes you travel around and find a particular um place maybe the lighting's not quite right that time of day and it's um you know it's a little bit different i I enjoy having it in the one spot i agree with you like we probably see i'd say 90 percent of our weddings uh on site the whole thing um you know the ceremony and reception um you know and you know by all means you know like obviously um church ceremonies um for religious reasons absolutely um but it is easier having it in the one spot i just think it is easier yeah. yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, time is money. And if, you know, you're paying vendors to, you know, sit in their cars and travel to different spots, um, then it's costing you money. Whereas if you could have it all on the one site and it's just a blend between transitioning from a formality of a ceremony straight into a reception, um, yeah. you know, you're going to save yeah, a fair bit. Yeah, 
and the older guests like it. We, they love it. Yeah, exactly. They come here, like some of the guests, like the grandparents and older uncles and aunties, they at times um, come in here like a month before the wedding and they say, oh, we just came for a drive to make sure we know where we go. And if they have to swap, you know, if they have to swap the venue, like going from one venue, have a gap of a few hours and then go to the next, it can be really um, yeah, difficult for them. Yeah, lovely. All right, we'll touch on, um, we're actually nearly on an hour here. We've, we've discussed plenty of things. So let's, it's a really good to, we've, I think we've got a really nice, well-rounded um, conversation around everything weddings, but obviously you don't just offer weddings, you're a beverage business, um, probably number one to start. Um, and um, how's that all going? I know you've got a few bottles behind you, new, some new offerings of that. I think it was that Lemoncello and um, yeah, discuss everything about your beverage business as well. Yeah, well, we, um, yeah, so Zonzo makes a few beverages. So we're doing beer, wine and spirit at the moment. Um, wine being the biggest sort of um, beverage for us. Um, we make some spirits for a bit of fun and um, yeah, we're enjoying that side of the business. It's challenging. I mean, it's um, it's new to us. We're eight years into that. So, um, and we're trying to establish a wine brand, um, which, yeah, which is fun. I mean, it's great for like bringing back to weddings, great for the couples because they get to have like beautiful um, wines um, and they get to choose from our wine range. So that's just um, really nice for them to have, um, yeah, just a great wine list to choose from. But yeah, we just keep sort of trying to create new products and having a bit of fun with that stuff. And um, yeah, it's definitely enjoyable. Yeah, we do like that a lot. And, uh, and yeah, um, and then we just got we're running the restaurant as well, so the couples can come in um, for anniversaries or um, bring the kids down once they have some. And uh, you know, and, yeah, uh, I'm I'm coming down on the weekend. I might suggest to the wife that we might pop into the restaurant if there's any bookings available. So, um, yeah, a lot of fun. absolutely, we'll I think winter usually there's. Yeah. Um, you've obviously got a, a new project on the go. You're opening up a winery in Lillydale, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. So that's keeping me very busy. Um, and we're up and running there. So we're um, that's our ma- new manufacturing facility. So we've got all our all our products being produced there. And um, yeah, it's it's working really well for us. We've, we've definitely enjoyed getting that going. And it's just, um, I think we've made the right decision. I hope to um, sort of keep that manufacturing side of things in an industrial estate and not bring it here to the farm. I just, yeah, we're looking around and I couldn't find anywhere to put it that wouldn't interrupt our view. Yeah, it's so quite difficult. We, um, yeah, we're, we're in an industrial estate. Um, and, you know, one day I'd love to open up a um, restaurant there as well in in that um, in that facility. But um, time will tell on that one. Um, yeah. My wife's not very keen on me being any busier. Than <laughs> um, unless I can, as I said, with the capella, like it yeah. sounds like a, even just a, a bar could be on the on 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 your mind as well. I might be able to get a bar across the line. That's a good point. <laughs> Bit <Okay>. easier. <laughs> we'll have to see how that pans out. But yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like maybe one day it might open up there. One day. <laughs> so obviously you said um, the restaurant's open to the public. Um, I think that's just a really good um, initial thing for any couple looking to get married out there or just wanting a, a weekend away or just something to do um, is go and visit your restaurant. So what yeah. kind of the opening days for your restaurant there? 
Oh, thank you. I'll give. I'll plug yeah. that. We we are Wednesday to Sunday for lunch. Uh, most nights are most nights are weddings. Um, if you did want to try a night, by all means, give it a give us a call and see if they're open. Um, uh, otherwise, yeah, we've got um, July August open nights because we're not doing any weddings. Um, we close off weddings there for renos. Um, but we are um, otherwise, yeah, Wednesday to Sunday for lunch. And it is a good point. Like at least um, if you're considering a wedding here, you can come over, walk around, see the grounds. Um, have a bite to eat. Obviously, it's a big difference um, on a wedding day to a um, to a general dining day. But I, I think um, all the photos on Instagram and website, beautiful. you know, everyone understands what we do and, and gets to see it. But um, definitely a beautiful place to come and have a, um, a lazy afternoon. Absolutely. And are there any? Is there anything coming up in the next few months? Any got any specials running? Wine tastings? Anything like that on the horizon? Uh, what do we got? Um, no, not really. I mean, we we we're going to be making a hell of a lot of limoncello. Um, so we're, we're, um, <laughs> I'll have to order a bottle. Oh. Yeah, we're planning on peeling like two hundred thousand lemons. Um, wow! So that'll start probably in the next month or so. We'll start peeling those. Um, so we're going to be making a lot of limoncello. That'll be, keep us busy down at Willowdale there for a bit, um, and then just you know ready to go for spring. We'll be ready to um, get back into weddings and. Um, you know, have a beautiful wedding season and just really enjoy that. Um, you know, the the usual Christmas, we'll be doing some, you 100%. know, um, Christmas uh, fun things. But otherwise, no, pretty standard around here for um, the coming um, 12 months, I'd say. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, beautiful. And you can obviously, you know, your your drink, um, your beverages are on your website and I have seen you in BWS and those sort of stores. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you know, just head down to your local local liquor store and grab go, a bottle. Go grab a bottle, and if not, get it online. And uh, and I might just deliver it myself. I've been doing that lately. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. Getting out, yeah, the office. <laughs> yeah, the office. Go for a drive and and make some deliveries. So yeah, lovely. Cool. All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps up Zonzo in a nutshell. Um, Thanks for jumping on. We really, really appreciate it. Obviously, you're a director and an owner of a quite a big business. Um, we really appreciate you giving up um, an hour and a half of your time to to jump on um, and talk to us. So, um, yeah, we cannot say anything bad about your venue. Um, we just have only good things to say. Um, so we really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you. I'm very grateful that you um, asked me to be on your podcast. Yeah, it's, it's exciting for me. I had more time than you think. Just yell out okay. whatever you want. <laughs> so yeah. Rod's always available. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm available, no doubt. Um, if you ever need, give me give me a bell. Um, but yeah, thanks again. Really enjoyable talking about um, an industry that I love and seeing um, you guys being so passionate about it as well. It's um, it's really um, a comforting thing to know that you know the future of um, the wedding industry in Australia is um, just going, getting stronger and stronger. And I think for a long period, you know, there was a lot of people travelling overseas for their weddings. Um, and, you know, I think they should stay here and, you know, support local and support small businesses and um, people really giving it a go because everyone I see in the wedding industry is next level um, passionate about what they do. And I, I'd be pretty scared to um, just go overseas and expect the same level of passion. So if they can, if they can give um, local business a go and support, you know, photographers and florists and cake makers, I think it's a great thing for our um, economy as well. So, yeah. Absolutely. And where can they... 
guys. Thank you. That was going to say, we'll, we'll be back November. We're, um, November, we're back. We're looking forward to it. It's um, being one of the big, the big wedding venues in there. Whenever we get a chance to shoot there, we take full advantage. So I know definitely November we'll be back and, and hopefully there'll be more to come as well. Great. Look forward to seeing you guys soon then. No worries. Thanks, Rod. Really, really Beautiful. appreciate it. Enjoy your day, mate. You too. Ciao. See ya. Bye.